You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Bienvenidos, welcome back to Squirrel Talk Podcast. I can't remember what Lucinda said is the word for squirrel. In- oh. Hugh, do you remember what it is? No. Damn it. We'll have to go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to. We're going to have to. I am your host, Selena Vile. We have our co-host here, Hugh Man Trash. Yes. Heavy on the trash. Light on the man. <laughs> um, we don't have you for very long, though, because you're not able to stick around and talk to our guests today, unfortunately, because you are a crazy, busy human being. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, it will, it will be a lot of hurry up and wait. Um, I am going to go sit on a rooftop <gasps> with a fake gun and <gasps> pretend shoot people. Are we getting a preview? You're getting a teaser. That's all. That's it. That's all. I love it. That's <laughs> You get to shoot people in the show. And can I say, um, my outfit I will tell you, I will give you an outfit teaser. So for, for war, my character shows up in pajamas. Listen, okay, hold on. You sent me a picture of this. And yes. Now, I have a question. Are you the only person in the cast who is in pajamas? Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> is that in line with your character? Like, is a character just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, oh, I'm, totally. or I'm going back to sleep. Totally, yeah. <laughs> like, which is such a move. Like, I gotta bring that confidence into my life to roll up to war in pajamas. For real? Yeah. I hope you never have to go to war. Oh, likewise, yeah. But, you know, if I do, I'll I'll wear some, some cute PJs. What can I say? You got your attire set up right there. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. So things are going well. Everything's, you're happy. Life is Yeah, great. you know, I wish, I, I mean, I'm glad that we get to talk for a minute because what an episode yeah because you're not sticking around for the episode so why don't you tell us your thoughts on ah! like how how much am i allowed to say listen this is, ah! this is a week after the episode is aired so just go for oh, it oh okay okay spoilers okay. aren't a thing on this podcast anymore all right no spoilers we're unspoiled over here <laughs> oh my first note that i did want to mention was that um Shout, like shout out to Drag España. Well done. That's the classiest glory hole I have ever seen. <gasps> it is a beautiful glory. I would gladly use that glory hole. Yeah. Well, I don't know though because then I, I was getting Alice in Wonderland vibes, and it was like, like I don't know, Cheshire Cat might pop out. You don't like that? That's not a good thing. I don't know if I want to pair my glory hole with a little bit of. Oh, maybe. You know what? Now that we're just actually saying it out loud, I'm getting more into it. Go, so. go all the way. Why not? Right on. Go for the glory. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, I my general notes. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> What a roller coaster of an episode for Davina. Yeah. Absolutely. Like uh we we start with her being too nice uh-huh. to do the mini we, challenge. We start with her being too nice because she <laughs> Yeah, that was cruel as fuck. Yeah. But her first her first minute like in the mini challenge when she's like too nice to take on Canceria. Also, like, too dumb. Like, she just, like, she didn't give us anything. Yeah, I think she's saying, she's like, I, I'm not a terrible person. But it's like, well, no, you, you're not smart enough to be a terrible person. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. We saw a hint of this girl in episode two after she sent home Macarena. In the mm. 
and she cried about it. Yeah, the the tears, those like I don't even know what those tears are. You didn't like those tears. No, I'm not about those tears. Wouldn't bottle those up. Mm mm mm. Mm mm. Not drinking those tears. No, thank you. But she, I did like how she started um her roast, Davima. She started up strong. Yeah, and then what the fuck with the wig? Like what the fuck? What the fuck do you need? Like learn how to work. Wig. Like first of all, you should know by now how to work with a wig. Like you are a, a look queen. Uh, that is your thing, yeah. And then like, if your fucking hair falls in your face, work with it. Do something what? with it. What I know, it was like I could not, I could not comprehend. It looked like okay, I this is a weird place for my head to go, but. Mm-hmm. All I could think was she looked like the fork and her hair was the like was a pasta and she was just like rolling in it, rolling in it. That is a beautiful Thank you. Poetry, said. you heard it here. Thank you. I see it. I- <laughs> Mamma mia. Ah yeah, no, it was not it was not cute. It was not cute. Okay, I need your thoughts on Carmen and the look that she pulled out. For the roast runway okay yeah i really liked it well yeah uh, the, fact, the fact that she had a whole other look dropped it because yeah yeah like oh you mean what's my take on that yeah i think it was great i think it, i honestly wondered if that was actually true and oh, if she, i think it's a hundred percent true really she oh. spirit as like Asia O'Hara. Remember on season, I don't know if you watched season 10, but Asia like screwed herself up in the ball because she was helping everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure if it was like, mm, is, is this an act? Is this like a piece? But you think like she really genuinely. I think 100% she made that there. Based on what episode one, remember that like Versace outfit? Like Right. Yeah. Right. I forgot. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I, now that's even more impressive then. Like, mm-hmm. it was when she came out and, like, twirled with the, oh, and all the little pieces of delicious red leather, like, slapped against her beautiful body. Like, look at it. <laughs> she has turned this into Carmen's Drag Race. It's her show. Yeah. It really is her show. Like, the camera's finding her for every reaction to everything. It's it's really her. We weren't sure about her episode one. No. Well, she's really come through. She's, like, she has. And, I mean, honestly, if a couple other people were still there, maybe it wouldn't be her show, but they aren't there. So. That's right. Here we are. <laughs> Very exciting. Well, yeah. On the lip sync. Okay. <sighs> The drama of Conseria and Dovima. Oh my god. I think Poopy should have been in the bottom with that the guns strung across her freaking I loved the guns. You liked it? I thought it was so cool. That jumpsuit was terror. That sweatsuit was so like ugh. It's the best she's ever Oh fuck off. That was not Rosalia though. Like not those vibes. I don't know. I get what she was saying with the song, but like I mean, is it the best she's ever looked? Probably, but is that is that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was happy she wasn't in the bottom. I'll say that. Yeah, I think we got the bottom. That mm, I mean, I'm just glad Dovima was 
in the bottom. When she said after, oh, I didn't want to get in her way in any way. It's like that. That to me is such a fucking diss. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so if you had tried, you would have. You would have just like had you taken a single step, you know, uh-huh. to presume that had she moved, she would have won. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Not cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did appreciate the very last thing she said that she came in and this is a character she can no longer play. I don't buy it. Really? I I wanted to buy it. I believe she's a bitch. I do. I believe she's a bitch too. I think she has maybe, I thought it was maybe her being like, okay, I have to reconsider this because this bitch branding is not taking me to the end. You know know what it is? It's Uh remember you told me this is um her racist history outside of the that is her i was gonna ask you was it her was that who i said because i couldn't remember who which of the two it was yeah fuck okay i take it back i'm not sad at all i'm not yeah no yeah fuck, man i do think you're right in that like maybe she's turned a corner because i think maybe carmen was the influence on her and i think that's oh. right so much about carmen is because like she saw a person who was fucking stunning and beautiful and a model, but has a fucking heart. Yes. And she's like, oh, I don't need to be a bitch. I can have a heart. And maybe it'll even serve me better to have a heart. Yeah, I think like heavy on the serve me better vibes for her. I think that's kind of how mm-hmm. she works. I think we've seen that. Yeah. Oh, g- fuck. I'm so glad she's gone. Me too. Been waiting. <laughs> yeah, been waiting. This is her third lip sync. And the other <laughs> by default. I know. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, like, I'm shocked the killer has made it this far. I mean, I get it. She's she's showing up, but, like, did not call that. Did not call it. No, We forgot. She was a forgettable one. I still kind of realize I don't think I talked about her at all in the last ten minutes. But... You haven't mentioned her name once? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it's fine. It's not going to win, I don't think. If she Carmen. Wins, that's a gag if she wins. It is. Very Carmen talented. Ha- hmm? She's very talented. Killer? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, she's just not my, she's not my cup of tea, you know? Like, I appreciate it. It's way her talent. Like, she's fun. Like, she's got comedy skills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's pretty, and she, like, turns looks, but... But we don't, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you're talented, but we don't really care about you. Yeah, there's just, I'm not invested, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not invested in Canceria either, though. No, because she's a copycat. Yeah, I just, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Poopy is poopy, so, like, at le- she's at least exciting, you know? Like. Yes, she's fun to watch. She's already a legend. Yeah. She's Carmen's to lose. It, it's got to be Carmen. Yeah, that's all. It's Carmen. We could call it now. We can finish the show. Like, Congratulations to our winner, Carmen. Farala. Farala, not Farala. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, Hugh, thank you so much for dropping in and giving us your thoughts on this week's episode. Before we speak to this week's guest, Dulce. Oh, have the best time. I hope it's sweet. See what I did there? I'm so funny. Yeah, okay. So for those of you who don't understand Spanish, dulce means sweet. 
Yeah, it's not. It's not. See, it's not funny. That was my joke. I mean, it's funny. It's just we have an audience that probably didn't get it, and they needed to. You're explain right. It to them. You're right. You needed to explain it to them. Fair enough. You're genius. We need to explain your genius because nobody gets it. You know what's genius? The way your hair has fallen in like so many different structural shapes through this. Like I wish the people could see this. <laughs> this is my new thing because I have long hair. I just play with it every time I'm talking to somebody. It's so long. I haven't seen it down. It is. It's like the longest hair you've ever. I'm like Jesus right now. You are though. Um, I'm cutting it all off in a couple weeks. What? Yeah. Okay. You know, what it is is I don't, I don't know how long your hair has been in the past, but it gets so warm when it's on when it's oh. on your neck in this weather. No, I had it. Yeah, the longest I ever had my hair was about like mid chest. Oh, really? Ay, ay, ay. I like having long hair. I just it makes it makes me so fat. I need to see some right. some beard action before I grow it out again. You know what I'm saying? That Ambrosi hair. See. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you. And everyone, we'll, we'll see you. Not everyone, everyone, because we're going to talk to Dulce now. We'll see yeah. you next week, Hugh. And uh, let's get into this episode with our very special guest. Please welcome this week's guest from London, Ontario. It's Dulce. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being the first person to pronounce my name perfectly. <laughs> hey, listen, I've listened. I've heard many people pronounce it Dulce, which, sorry, you're not Italian. And um, Dulce, which actually, that's not their fault. I looked in your bio, and your bio on Instagram pronounces it Dulce. Oh my God, not <laughs> you calling me out. I thought that's what it would translate, but you know it what? Does. You're right. You're no, right. No, it's true. A white person who would hear Dulce would pronounce it Dulce. So you are correct in that, but I would encourage them to say Dulce. Yeah. <laughs> Just change the dull to dual. That's what I would do. You don't have to do it. This is your business. It's your name. I will. I will. <laughs> um, how are you, Dulce? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just relaxing at home, you know, getting ready. I'm being, uh, I'll be living in Kingston for a few months up there because I'm being sent there up for work. Yeah. So I'll be there until mid-October. You are currently in London, Ontario. I'm in Windsor right now. You're in Windsor. Wait, but yeah, you live but in London. You're a London queen though, right? Yes, I'm a London queen. Okay, but you're currently in Windsor. Is that also for work? That's for school because I'm going to university as well. Oh She's an educated doing, queen. You're doing <laughs> everything. Okay, oh, we're going to talk about what you do for work in a minute. Um, okay. I just want to acknowledge that you are my, Mexi my hermanita mexicana, my Mexican sister. Claro que sí. <laughs> and you, uh, you what? You're from a small town and you moved here when you were like two, right? Yes. I'm from like a really small village specifically. I know a lot of people uh, when I was younger, they would always like, when I would mention I'm from Mexico, they'd always ask yeah. right away like, oh, how are the beaches? How are the resorts? I'm like, my family is from a small village made yeah. of like aluminum roofs. Like no one's going to any beaches or resorts. <laughs> so we were from a very small village. Um. So I didn't get to have many, too many connections there. Cause like I said, I left when I was two, uh, two years old. So mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. So I enjoy it. I like it. I like the country. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's, so you don't go back. I guess you don't go back very often then because of that. Um, I used to live with my parents yeah. um, and I lived with my parents until I was 16. So 
uh, when I was uh, before, when like during the time I was 16, my parents would go every few years and they would uh, take me and uh, I enjoyed it. It was okay. It was just uh, like I mentioned before, I didn't make any too, too many friendships prior. So yeah. like getting there, there wasn't too many people that I knew that I could even speak to. So it's like, it was just mostly hanging out with family. And then as like, I got older and the queerness came out, mm-hmm. it, it was, uh, it was definitely not an amazing environment to come to. <laughs> Listen, I hear you. My family is also in Mexico. They're in Tampico. Um, but I have a really big family and like a lot of the a lot of the cousins are my age. And uh yeah, it was I used to go every summer. I would be there for a couple months during the summer. We would go every Christmas. And then just as I got older, it just got harder and harder to like go back and be around them, just knowing how queer because I always was like a super like gay kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my adulthood, all of a sudden, like, I'm owning my gayness and, like, I don't want right. to hide who I am and, like, I have to when I'm there and, like, that that part sucks. Even for myself, like, I know, like, I if, I think even if I wanted to hide it, I don't even know if I could because I'm just, like, very queer. Like, I remember in JK, I was uh, wearing dresses and, like, you know what I mean, playing with the girls, like, right away, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I was always very just queer. And even, like... Uh, in every aspect of my life I remain queer like I I, I never change yeah. any any of the the mannerisms or anything I would do just because of my location you know good, good for <laughs> you. <laughs> um now you said you left the house at 16 I did where does someone go when they leave the house at 16 I'm fascinated by this okay so I was 16 and I was I'm sure as many like other queer kids just didn't feel like it was a appropriate place for me to live especially like you know regarding like the treatment that occurred and just like the unacceptance that one felt yeah. from things like that so um uh it's definitely harder doing it when you're 16 because um I'm sure you know something called children's aid a society I don't right. know of it Oh, okay. So that's an organization where uh, people can call and report a parent and they will take the child away. Now that is something completely separate because that is when you are taken from the home, right? Okay. I do know of that service, but I did not know that it was called that. Go ahead. Yeah. And that the only way you can apply, like be eligible for that is you have to be, you have to be under 18, but you have to, you have to have not been like, uh like willing to leave home almost like you have to have been like someone basically had to come into your house like grab you and be like you have to leave oh my god right because your parent is un- in- inadequate right right so but for me I didn't really talk to anybody or anything so nothing was ever really reported in my case mm-hmm. and I just couldn't really bring myself to like report my parents in the sense like that and plus I didn't yeah. even know if that was possible or if anyone would believe me so that didn't yeah. really seem like an option for me so I had to find like a different route and there's something in Ontario called Ontario Works that will allow and like help you basically leave your house but you have to have already been left your house and not be speaking to your parents before you can even qualify for this help okay, so it's so very that's like, like one of those like uh I can't get this without that, and I can't have that without this. So, like, which one comes first? Yeah. Exactly. But I had a friend that was willing to give me hospitality for, like, 
right away, like after I left my parents and stay with them. And to them, like obviously, I am forever grateful that they uh, helped that because they basically allowed it to occur. Um, Mm -hmm. And then this, uh, and I was talking to my school as well, my high school at the time, and like through them and like a, a social worker, they like set up a ride and like everything that was like trained to like be in situations like that. And you know this, is, this is all through Ontario Works, right? Yes. And, and I want to drive husband. that home because I know that there's people listening who are likely from a small town or even a big city who are in a mm-hmm. bad situation that they don't know how to get out of. And I think this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people. Yeah, because I lot like a lot of people, I thought I had to be 18. I had to be 18. I had to be 18. Mm-hmm. And you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know what I mean? Right. And if And if you're in Alberta, there's something called Alberta Works. Like every province has their different... Uh, name for it but almost uh-huh. every province has an assistance that will help someone that has to leave but you have to be at least 16 and they arranged to come get you yeah because because they picked up they got a ride and everything and it was so like oh uh, like I, I got it's like a telenovela that scene it was so like uh, El niño que vino del mar. yeah we have a whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah because um like because I didn't tell my parents right before anything um, so I just like packed my bags and like hid them all in the closet. Um, yeah, I know, just like myself. Um, <laughs> and I left a note, and I left a note, and it was just basically like, I'm queer, like, you guys ain't shit. Like, if you guys want to talk to me in the future, like, you can. I don't know. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, peace. I gotta go. I gotta go live my life. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Um, and then I like, it was just my mother and my sister, I believe. My father was working, thank God. Uh-huh. Thank God he was not there. And I grabbed all my bags. And, like, I was the Hulk. I did not want to come back. I did every bag uh-huh. I could have. And I just, I, I walked out. Wow. And my, mom, and my mom was like, where are you going? Like, wh- who's picking, what, like, what's happening? And I was like, I said nothing. Uh-huh. I, I just walked. I was like, why? Like, girl, I gotta go. <laughs> and oh then, like, God. And then, like, in, like, like they, like, in telenovena style, like, both, like, my mom was, like, running out and, like, my <gasps> and, like, was asking the driver, like, where are you taking him? Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, oh you know what God. I mean? Trying to inquire. And, like, the driver was just, like, like, he couldn't care less. Like, he got in the car and just drove off. He's, like, he's done this every day. Like, he knows. Yeah, he's, like, this yeah. is my daily occurrence. So, yeah. Please. So then, and then, yeah. And then I got uh, a ride to my friend's house wow and then ever and then from then the process of like you know getting the getting approved for the program because it's not just like you have to like go and talk like why you can't live at home and things like that and then eventually if they accept that those reasons i guess um then they will put you on a program that will help you like find a place and like help you find a new school and if you have to move and everything that's an amazing service like that is an amazing yeah Holy shit. And most people don't know about it. Most people don't know about it. And I think it's very valuable for like us queers. Yeah. Where like um many like I sure many of us can relate that just it wasn't comfortable living at home, especially um like I had other issues apart from my queerness, but my queerness was a main issue. You know, I could never really express myself. Right. I had to be a different person at school and uh, and at home. And it was just like I I was not happy living there and I just knew it wasn't for me. Absolutely. Wow, what a story. Um, I also just want to congrat- congratulate us both on making that sound natural because we had just <laughs> we had just recorded this up to this point. 
and then uh, the computer crashed. And so we had to re-record this entire part of the podcast. And I'm really proud of us both for making that sound really good. We really did. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to call it out. I love um, calling out uh, uh, mistakes. So <laughs> my own mistakes, that is. Um, okay, Dulce, thank you for sharing that story. That was, that's very, very incredible. I want to see that telenovela happen now. <laughs> um, and uh, you're doing great things. You, you, are you a quarantine queen? I am. So I only started doing drag. So like I mentioned before, having any type of queerness was not allowed. And uh, yeah. at a moment that I lived with my parents, um, I was making, uh, I made a dress form out uh-huh. of my sister. And I want, and I had this shitty old Halloween costume. I had no sewing machine, no nothing. In my head, I was gonna hand sew a gown on a Why not? Why not? But uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I started like in my room. I was like making it, and my dad saw it, and he like ah. was so mad. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, do you think you're gonna wear that outside? Like, blah, blah, blah. like he was just very visibly upset. You know, that I mean? is very but, bold of you to go ahead and make that in your home. Oh yeah. So then yeah. I was like. Oh, so getting wigs and makeup, obviously that's a no-no. So then eventually yeah. when I was on my own and things like that, um, I got like I just bought a bunch of wigs uh-huh. and I and I just went to shoppers. No, it was mm-hmm. Walmart actually. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> and I just got a bunch of makeup. Like a bunch. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even know what it was for, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. like I was just like I have and I had never done make like makeup ever. So I was like, I have no idea what I need, like what I don't need, you know what I mean? So I just bought a, like a huge amount of uh makeup and then yeah. just started practicing good for you and that was about in like october okay just a message to anybody who's listening to this who wants to do the same thing there's plenty of youtube tutorials where they do like dollar store hauls they do walmart hauls where they show you what to get from the drug stores <laughs> <laughs> uh, now thinking back i should have done that i really should have um Okay, okay. And then you have a drag mother who's Phoenix Black. Yes, yes. I met Phoenix when we did a Christmas show together. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Who like yes. took you under her wing? Yes, I actually yeah, the one of the first shows I ever wanted to do, I actually messaged her. And uh-huh. and this bitch said no. <gasps> Good um, for her. <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because uh, they she like everybody was already costed for it or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like that's fair. Um uh-huh. and I had never even performed, so like so, yeah. And uh, my first performance was um, the Christmas of Drag Queens, uh, Halloween. Oh. So yeah, yes. so on Halloween, that's when I did my first uh, first first show. Oh, and then nice. after that, like I, uh, we followed each other, and then we did a few shows together. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me, and I was like, "Yes, one hundred percent." Great, I love that. And then since then, you've kind of like. I mean, you've become a great online queen. Speakeasy has really taken to you. You were on their um, show last night on WWSN with Allison I, and Lizzie. I, I absolutely love Speakeasy. They are, they have my heart. Like, they are so kind. Yeah. I remember first reaching out to them. I was so nervous. I'm like, they're going to think I'm trash because I didn't have that many followers, I think, at the time. I no, still they're amazing at, like, uplifting, like, the voices of the people who oh. don't have that following. Yeah. They really are. They, I literally, I told them, and I'll say this again, they have been kinder than, like, most of the London people or London queens I've met, like, uh-huh. they, they're just so welcoming and so kind. And yeah, I That's really- how I discovered like, you. I enjoyed their content and I just enjoyed them as people, so. Yeah, no, they make fucking great content. 
Um, okay, hold on. You said you're from London. You said you're yeah. in Windsor. You said you're going to Kingston and you're going to Kingston because you are in what? The Canadian Armed Forces. <laughs> oh my God, she's an army queen. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> okay, so I joined the army when I was 16 as well. Okay. Uh, that that's because um I got like I met, I got emancipated. I, I became like my my became my own legal guardian after I moved out because uh-huh. there was a lot of documents and a lot of things that I uh, had to be like bypassed, uh-huh. I guess. Um, and I and I was just like I have to sign those because I don't have I don't speak or have a relationship with my parents. Right. So then I have to so that's how um so then I eventually got into the army when I was sixteen, uh-huh. and that is a very like stressful process that in itself because you have to do a a fitness test oh. like a, a medical test oh. and a written test i would and fail I all myself, three of those <laughs> i myself i myself as a plus size queen i am not a fitness queen by uh-huh. no means either <laughs> uh-huh. but i was able i was able to do it and i you know what i mean it was i was able to do it so praise Good for you you got strength uh, baby <laughs> and then you do a written like a exam almost kind of and then a medical uh-huh. one and then an interview at the very end and then you get it and then you get sworn in and all this at 16 yes oh my god and so how's your experience been in the army i can't imagine as a queer person like what it's like to be in the army i think i'm the only queer i most of the <gasps> time that i i'm the only queer person that i in my unit of the armed forces like there are others obviously like i'm not the only queer person in all of canada that serves that would right. be very possible but as in like i think i've met one other queer gay man that's open that's uh-huh. open but he um he hides his queerness a little bit like he's open right but he's not about to he's not about to hey girl you down the hall do you know what i mean like I he you. very much alters the meanwhile you are <laughs> oh meanwhile, oh I made a vow to myself because I knew it was, I was like, it's going to be harder if uh, just by being queer. Yeah. I know that. So yeah. I made a promise to myself that like, I would, like, I would never allow myself to change just to be treated like better. Like that, that I was going to remain, I was going to remain me queer like a hundred percent of the time, whether that caused me issues or not, I would take uh-huh. them head on because I think just have seeing visible queerness is like so important like you are such an inspirational queen like you are the (laughs) one who like we need that mirror talk on Canada Drag Race like we need you out there saying these (laughs) words so that everyone in the country can hear it I love this so then I I did all my my courses thank you I appreciate that but I did all my I did all my courses and stuff like that and they were very uh physically demanding Mm-hmm. And not not to mention just like mentally demanding. Mm-hmm. Like many uh, many a nights, I cried. Like of course, bawled my eyes out and like everything. And the courses are are like I said are really hard. Like a lot of like hand work, like working nonstop. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, um, and it's like heavy work. You know, digging, carrying things. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, it's just very tiresome. And then the environment is just very, like, you've seen army movies, right? So, like, it's literally that, like, wake the fuck up, let's go, everybody, you know what I mean? Very intense. And add in um, my queerness. I never want to use it as necessarily, like, a disability and be like, oh, feel bad for me, treat me different, you know what I mean? Because they definitely did not treat me different, if not Uh anything, a little bit worse. (laughs) But Uh just making, um, trying to build friendships, like, is a little bit harder because Mm -hmm. I think more of, like, the, the people that join the army 
are more, um, how do I say this? Hard more enough. macho men. I yeah. guess I can say that. More macho men. Yeah. Um, the stereotypical army stud. So most of them, you know, we're not going to really relate on any conversation topics as like, you know what I mean? They're going to be talking about the, I, I don't even know what they talk about. Yeah. What straight people watch. I don't even know. I was going to try to give an example and I don't even know one. So like, right. what are we going to talk about? Like, I'm not going to be like, hey girl, do you watch like, hey, 35 year old man that has a son. Like, do you watch the like last night's drag episode? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I I can't really have those conversations. But, um, but also I have been able to make a few friends through yeah. the army that have lived in various places so are you one day gonna have to go to war so i'm in the reserves so i'm a reservist i don't know what that means okay so as i mentioned before i'm in school as well like i'm in uh-huh. university so like i'm not full-time if that makes okay. any sense gotcha. so yeah. a reservist is someone that does um like once a week like goes in and works oh. and when they aren't doing their other occupation or busy they are working with them Uh right so as of September until July no Mm -hmm. September until May sorry okay I'm in school right so I can't like I can't work I have to do my exams and plus I also do have usually try to get another part-time job while Mm -hmm. I'm in school um so then but then once I am done school from the months of June to August, I work full time with them. Right. So, so I've been working with them like uh, every day, but it's all wow. been mostly online. But, um, but they said like we're like they said like there's an offer for you to go to Kingston if you want to take it. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. Cool. And when are you going again? I leave this Sunday. <laughs> wow. Until September. Until. Uh, yeah, well, but they extended it until October, mid-October. They gave me another month and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. <gasps> Wild. What a <laughs> life you live. I'm obsessed. I could yeah. talk to you all day, and we've gotten a lot of great stuff out of you. We have to talk about España, because that's why we're here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I want to hear so much more about you, but that'll be another podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> so dulce listen how are you enjoying drag race España so far i am enjoying it so much the only thing that i've uh i have to like really hyper focus on it because everyone thinks spanish is the same universal their spanish is um i guess for us harder and for them vice yeah. versa right. um just a little bit harder to understand because they just have different uh a little bit of different words and a different uh connotation that they would use them because yes. i took uh uh, Spanish at university as well uh-huh. but I was dumb and I didn't fucking read the fine print and it was a Spanish from Spain not from Mexico so when the, uh-huh. so they used so I knew like a little bit I knew it helps a little bit knowing that <laughs> okay okay good you had that, that little background on it yeah it's very um like they have different a different accent on the words mm-hmm. they use different words they're masculine and feminine or flipped sometimes mm-hmm. um with like objects so yeah it's definitely I have the subtitles on when I'm watching for sure <laughs> I've been really loving this season I have to say though one thing I don't like about it at this point is that there's a clear winner and I don't yeah. like seasons where there is a clear winner. I like when it's like, oh, I'm rooting for this person and this person and this person. But like, mm-hmm. here there really is just one person. 
and I think season the world wants to see. Really good yeah, season 13 yes. was a really good example of, like, you really did not know who was going to take the crown, and there could have been That's more right. than one person that you could have been content with and felt deserving of it. And you're yeah. right, like, in this drag, like, you you already know who's going to basically win. Yeah. So it's not as... Uh, appealing i guess to like, see the i don't final. know if you watched i don't know if you watched holland but in drag race holland um envy peru was just the clear front runner from the beginning she won <laughs> i think out of seven challenges she won five like she like it was just like no contest yeah. um and then drag race down under i think is the opposite where like we didn't know who was going to win because we hated all of them <laughs> we didn't want any of them <laughs> yeah. to win Literally, the only possible option was ketamine. So, I mean, by the end, but like through the middle of the yeah. show, like you, it, she wasn't the one you were rooting for, really. No, I don't know, it's not, not really for me. No, um, I was, I wanted, no, I probably, I enjoyed Anita and Coco. Me too. Me too. Um, okay, cool. Let's get into this episode. Yeah. So, we said goodbye to my front runner, Uguateo mm-hmm. or Uguacio. Okay. They keep pronouncing it differently. And I Ugasio. think lately, Uguacio, yeah, I think that's what they're settling on. But at the beginning, Supreme was calling her Uguateo. So that's what I was saying. And then I'm like, I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Uguacio uh, went home and I, we, like me and Hugh, my co host, fucking loved this person. Like, what an artist. Yes. Very out of the box, I'd say, especially in that. Uh, lineup of girls most of them are just uh, at this point they had drag volcano who was yes. more abstract as well um but they but even they wore mostly the same silhouettes and things like that Everything, but yeah. uh Ugario was like their makeup and everything was just very high level like high thinking concepts yes like what a gorgeous like i think Uguasio is going to be an incredible star unfortunately there were a lot of comedy challenges and a lot of acting challenges that she just couldn't mm-hmm. keep up with However, neither could Violet Chachki, and she won the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm calling bullshit. But um, one person who's not calling bullshit is Dovima, who just fucking hates Uguasio, and I don't get it. Yeah. After after like the after they went back to the mirror message, and everyone was just like, "Oh, like I have a bad voice." She's like, "I don't care." It's like, girl. Yeah, like fuck you. Like, just pretend she, to care. You're on camera. She, Be nice. She, exactly. She keeps saying throughout, like, at the end of this episode, and, like, she said it before, where she's like, I came here planning to be the bitch. And it's like, why? Why is that Why is that a role you want to have? Yeah. No. Yeah. Get My rule, if I ever get on Drag Race, is I will be, you will never hear me say anything negative. They will not give me a bad edit. Because I'm not uh-huh. going to give them anything to even work with. <laughs> You're going to go with Cameron, the Cameron Michaels edit, where you say nothing. <laughs> You're going to sit there and be like, no one is, like, you can't, you can't edit me saying something bad if I didn't say it. <laughs> I have a really hard time speaking badly of people when I know they're going to hear it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll say anything behind closed doors, but, like, in front of a camera, I'm watching my words. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so um, Su- Supreme Deluxe comes in the room. They don't do, um, she already done had her, like they don't do the video messages on this show. And I kind of mm, like yeah. that. It's like cut right to the host. Come right out and tell us what's happening. Yeah. So uh, we're doing the puppets. We're doing puppets today. Everybody loves puppets. And they all draw puppets that look nothing like them. <laughs> 
usually i find that like the puppets look exactly like them in the workroom they yeah. put no, they made fucking killer queen blonde she's not blonde she's been wearing blonde wigs and then <laughs> what's her name carmen pulls around and she's like who's this <laughs> even they'd recognize they're like we don't know who these people are yeah who the fuck is this and the puppets were so poorly made like they came apart so fucking easily yeah they definitely were not the same people that made the puppets for like Drag Race US or Canada. No, no, the budget was low on the puppets this year. Um, so Sagittaria, or I'm sorry, I call her Canceria because she's actually a Cancer. Canceria gets Poopy, Poopy gets Dovima, Dovima gets Canceria, and then Carmen gets Killer, and Killer gets Carmen. Mm-hmm. So they have to dress them up. What do we think of their puppeteering and their comedy? How did you feel about this? I enjoyed it. I, I I find like the words that they use, it's almost weird because you know how they use like uh like maricon and yeah. things like that. It is so um surreal to hear those those words and not hear them in like a negative context. Uh-huh. Be- if if that makes any sense, because like the uh-huh. only time I ever heard those words being said in Spanish were ever in a negative context. So just right. he- like seeing them like just joke around and embrace like those words and like almost like taking them back. Like I really enjoy that. You know what? When I was a kid, I heard that word a lot, but it was always like, like I would hear someone say it and it'd be like, yeah, medicon. And like, oh, I really? guess, no. I guess I didn't correlate it with faggot. I thought it was just like a regular, in- cause like me and my cousins like always insulted each other, like use words like marana sangrosa, like all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then medicon was just one of those words. And now looking back at like, now that you said that it like triggered a memory where I'm like, were they saying that about me? Yes. <laughs> and was I like, just going along with whoopsie um yeah so triggering words that are now flipped (laughs) um yeah so listen i think it was really fun to watch the two uppity look queens choke to watch canceria and dovima just have nothing that was really fun to watch. For me. Wait, I believe wasn't it Dovina that said that like she knows too much about the po- the other girl that she was doing that she's like yes. I'm not gonna do her too much because if I do I'm gonna say stuff that she doesn't want to know and I'm like so you're just gonna stand there, which she did like a few girl, times in this episode yeah very that so yeah. I was just like okay girl yeah uh yeah like this i've never seen it be this embarrassing for someone in this challenge like those two did so fucking bad but then boopy and carmen just fucking knocked it out of the park boopy's like, always funny like they, they will they always praise her for her for her comedy yeah she did a full-on sketch she had like a full-on <laughs> like the earpiece this oh my god the slow walk killed me. <laughs> and then for her to say i'm sorry that was too fast let me try it again <laughs> Um, my favorite line of Carmen's when she was doing who was she doing Killer Queen was um, I'm standing in the restaurant and people throw their coats on me because they think I'm a coat rack because <laughs> <laughs> she wears too much um, that was very fun I'm sure Killer was great oh Killer just destroyed her puppet like not even planning on it she like pulled she pulled the whole head off then she pulled the arms off those puppets fucking suck 
as a puppeteer, I was insulted. So the winner <laughs> of this challenge was Carmen Parala. And I'm going to call it now. The winner of the series was Carmen Parala. Yeah. The, um, it was at this point. Do you know the judge next week is Envy Peru from Holland? I, yes, I did see that. That's like, a funny crossover. It's a great crossover. I Do they speak it. Spanish in Holland? No, but is she it? is Latina. She's from Peru. Word. Yeah. Oh my god, Envy Peru. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were two Latinas. There was her and, and uh, Abby. Oh my god, was Brazilian. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm so happy she's there. It's going to be fucking great. And also, she looks a lot like Carmen. Like, they're both just yeah. like these beautiful, like, golden queens. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find out that this week's challenge is the roast of the judges uh very fun a lot of people are nervous um sagitaria you can't handle this how do you feel mm-hmm. watch like how would you do it a roast like are you are you like quick on your uh on your jokes you got you got a bunch of insults in you i am but only if i'm not like thinking on it so i think if i had to genuinely go up and do a roast i think that is the one challenge i would really struggle in because i would just get in my head and then, like, just not be able to, like, I can bounce off somebody pretty easily, I'd say. Uh-huh. But having to be the center of attention and make those jokes, I think I would struggle a little bit. But at the same time, I wouldn't let the struggle not let. Like, I would do my very best I could, for sure. Right. Yeah, I hear you. It's not easy. It's really not easy to roast. I have always felt really bad about my own roasting skills. I'm like, I'm not mean. I don't like being mean to people's faces. And, like... And I don't have, like, I do comedy, but I'm not much of a joke queen. Mm -hmm. I'm more of, like, a situational comedy person. Mm -hmm. But, like, lately I've had to do, I did a roast with my house, with my house family. And then I had somebody write me, or somebody asked me to write them jokes for a roast. And honestly, (laughs) I'm having a, I've killed it. (laughs) I'm like, bring on the roast. I want to do one now. Um. (laughs) So yeah, Sagittarius is like fucking not having it, has like doesn't know what to write, is having a freak out. And they give her a group hug. It's a great cast. Yeah, I thought that was adorable. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, they are a lovely, lovely cast. They're not all the ones I wanted in the top five, but yeah. But they but I just have just enjoyed this cast, like period, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, they are doing uh, the rehearsal of their jokes with Bryce Effet. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. I'm su- I'm I do not comedian. know who He's got to be a comedian in Spain. Um, so him and Supreme are running this. And uh, I don't know. I don't really have any comment on this section. Not too much. I just liked how they're like, they told Carmen, they're like, bitch, don't go first. You're trash. Like, you're not funny. <laughs> Like that in a nice way, in the kindest way, because she was. I remember she set herself up to go first. Yeah. Did she end up? She she ended up going second, correct? If I'm correct. She. I think she went. Yeah, she was second. Yeah. Yeah. They, then and they like she was insistent. She's like, no, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. And um, Supreme and the the jar. Uh, what was his name again? I want to say his name. Um. Oh, Bryce F. Bryce F. Were like that might not be the smartest move. Like you might want to put someone like that's okay in that position and then mm-hmm. put yourself second and she took that advice and it helped 
I really thought what she should have done and was going to do was go killer open. Or actually, I was going to have, I would have, if I would have had poopy open and then do Sagittaria and then myself as Carmen. Yeah. Um, and then the VMAC. Because when you sandwich yourself in between people who suck, you look better. Mm-hmm. And then close it out with killer. And you know, Poopy's going to do good. So anybody that goes after her will just not be as good. Exactly. And to set up Sagittarius to look even worse after the person who's really good. And then you follow her for sucking. And then the person after you sucks hard. I don't know. I think it's a brilliant, uh, brilliant way I to agree. do it. <laughs> um, whenever they come back into the workroom, they always have these cute little skits that they do that Dovima hates. And I love that they commit to it so hard every time. And this week was aerobics. They came in doing an aerobics class. Love and Dovima's like, fuck this, I hate this. <laughs> and it's like, you know what, Dovima? Fuck you, I hate you. So, um, <laughs> so Carmen announces the running order, which is actually the opposite of what I said, which is Killer is gonna go first, then Carmen, then Sagittaria, then Dovima, then Poopy. Do you think that was a smart move on her part? I think that was a very smart move. I think, like, yeah, as, as long as she sandwiched herself between people that weren't that she knew weren't going to do as well, then she would have been well, and she signed, yeah. I think it was a risk to go after Killer. Um, because Killer think... does great in comedy challenges. Like, she won Snatch Game. Yeah. Um, but, listen, who am I to say I was wrong? by the end of the episode, but she did, she, we, we all did great. Um, I'm going to call a break right now. Um, Dulce, we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to run an ad from our sponsors, hopefully, <laughs> and we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. And we're back. And it's runway day. Um, they are coming in to do the roast. I don't, is there a runway today? There is a runway today. So there's yes. both. We got a roast and a runway. So let's talk about, uh, well, first of all, we have a guest, a guest judge who is Susie Caramello, who I, again, I'm assuming is a comedian. I didn't look any of these people up. <laughs> I did not know them, unfortunately, either. <laughs> Um, we have our regular guest judges, Ana Locking and the Javiers and Supreme, who looks like wonderful today. Her outfit, she's turning it up today. Mm-hmm. Uh, proud of her because usually she doesn't always look that great. I'm just going <laughs> to say it. Um, okay, so let's get into this goddamn roast. First up, we have Killer Queen. How did you feel about her? I thought it was a, okay. I thought it was a safe performance. I didn't think it was as uh, good as Carmen or the oh. other people. But... So a few people decided to play a character um, and Killer was the first one who came out and she was like playing a like a legal defense lawyer. A legal <laughs> defense lawyer. She was playing basically Killer's defense lawyer who was out there and like speaking to the judges as if they were on trial. Which I think was a fun way to approach it. I think she did fun. She's great with characters. Yes. 
and she's a fucking doctor by day. Like, I think that's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's like her, her entrance look and all that stuff. Uh-huh. That's, that's wild. I gotta that's say, really... I don't remember her entrance look. Someone brought that up last week, and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like a, it's a white, and it was like a white and blue bodysuit with like two huge like shoulder oh. things. I gotta yeah. go back and look at that. She, for the longest time, for the first half of the show, was so forgettable to me. I don't remember anything she wore. I Every time, like, even, like, I had just watched the episode and came to talk about it and had to remember who she was every time. But now she's made her mark, I'd say. Um, yeah, I think she did a great job. Uh, she had good jokes. I don't remember any of them. But, <laughs> but I think she did a really fun job. And she was like cool and relaxed. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't like nervous, tripping over her words. Right, she was right. very like, she knew what she was there to do. Um, but then after her, we had Carmen. And it sounds to me like you loved Carmen. I did enjoy Carmen. I I enjoyed Carmen. And then to, to later find out that she also made that look. Oh yeah. Oh, we're going to talk I, about that was, for sure. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Like she, I think she did really well. She really did a good job. I was nervous for her because she also yeah. came out in a character. And she's not really known for her character. She didn't do very well in like the acting challenges or like she didn't do like exceptionally well. She did with the zombie. The zombie was fucking amazing. But um, but yeah, I was nervous for her because also the character was like kind of like a valley girl, like a little bit like dumb. And mm-hmm. that was her way of being able to insult people was to do it through a character who like doesn't seem that smart. Mm-hmm. And she, it really worked for her. I thought... I thought her jokes weren't going to be funny, but they w- really were. Yeah. I'm proud of her. She did great. Surprised me as well. I did not think she was going to do well in this challenge. Yeah, which is crazy because she just fucking killed the puppet thing. So yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't she be? Why are we doubting her? Um, <laughs> after her comes Canceria, who actually really surprised me at first. She came out strong. She came out with her jokes. She was doing great until she fumbled. Mm-hmm. I think having a fumble, like the second you have it, it's just like, that's all you're going to keep thinking about. And then you're just going to have more fumbles. Like oh, it's yeah. just the start to a, like a not good road. Oh yeah. Once you have one, you lose them. Like once you have a fumble, you completely lose your audience. And that's really rough in comedy. Um, it's sometimes it's a great strategy to call out the fumble and sometimes it just makes things even more awkward so yeah uh, she chugged through but she had lost them for sure mm-hmm. she looks beautiful oh yeah yeah she looks a lot like aquaria that's what i thought that's her oh. so do you know her whole thing her the reason her name is sagittaria is because she's obsessed with aquaria and she oh, wanted, yeah. So I that's why I call. It, that's why I refuse to call her Sagittaria is because she only picked that name to sound as close to Aquaria as possible. And she's actually a Cancer, not a Sagittarius. But she thought can like she wanted it to sound closer, so she went with Sagittaria. I did not know that. And I think that's so stupid. Does and, like Aquaria <laughs> even know who she is? I mean, I'm sure she does now. And she's like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Literally, she's like, you super fan. <laughs> because, like, every time she comes down the runway, I'm like, girl, everything you're doing is because you think that's something that would lie in the Aquaria aesthetic. Like, find your own fucking aesthetic. Yeah. 
I mean, she's had some nice runway. She has looked beautiful, but I'm like, if Aquaria did it, she would do it a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. So don't even try it. Exactly. That's how I feel about her. Uh, Same with comedy. Don't even try it. You lost. Um, And then then we have Novima, who, again, surprisingly, doing great. Comes out, has her jokes, has her character, is doing a good job. And then her hair falls in her face. But like over and over and constantly, and how did she not mm-hmm. think about, like, how was that such a problem for her? Mm-hmm. You'd think they'd like already like know that that was going to be like, that could possibly be an issue they'd run into. So like, just make sure that the hair that you wear is like appropriate. If that makes yeah. sense. Like I personally, that happens to me a lot. Like I pull on a wig and I'm like, this is great. And then once I start moving, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> It's in my that's face. What I, I, that's what I think about almost all the time I get away. I'm like, what would it be like when I move in this? Because like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I never think about that. And then I always fuck myself over on stage. But that's because I'm lazy. And Dovima doesn't strike me as when you're putting together a look that she's lazy. So I was really surprised that that wig was that bad for her. Yeah, because I remember I did a competition like a while ago where um, we each did two numbers. And for one of my numbers, I had an updo. Uh-huh. That, like, my my drag mother styled. And then while I was performing, it didn't, like, unstyle or anything. But, like, the front came loose. Yeah. And that was, like, what a, a critique that I got. And I was like, yeah, I, I should have practiced with the hair. Because I normally don't practice with any hair. Or I just practice on with heels. Same. Same. Uh, yeah, it's rough. I'm surprised she didn't just... Like, just pull the hair back and hold it back. Keep, keep your hand back there. You don't need two hands for this. Yeah. Pull your hair back, bitch. What's your problem? <laughs> and also, if that's happening during a comedy challenge, make it comedy. Add it in. Yeah. The hair is in your face. Deliver your jokes through your hair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like pull your hair apart to look through it and look at the judges. Like, <laughs> yeah. We... yeah, make it funny. Yeah. So, because if you can't hide it, because like it wasn't hideable at that moment, so it's like you might as well like acknowledge it and just like allow it to be like comedy. Yeah, she did have good jokes. I liked her bit of like I'm not wearing my glasses. I don't know who's here. Like that was kind of fun, <laughs> and then putting them on at the end. Uh, however, when she put them on at the end, I wanted a bigger reaction from her. Like I wanted her to be more like, "Ugh, who are these yeah. people?" Um, as opposed to her being like, "Oh, okay." Like I thought, yeah. It didn't take it all the way for me. And then we had Poopy. Poopy, Poopy, Poopy. Poopy, I'm going to say, disappointed me. Because I thought she was going to come out guns blazing. Mm -hmm. But she came out so relaxed and just kind of like got right into the jokes. Like there was no like quick intro. There was no joke about the person who came before her. I really expected more of a performance from her than we got. I think she might have, might have just been comfortable knowing it, or that it was a comedy challenge. Yeah. And knowing that she would be fun. Because we, we saw her uh, being comfortable. Because when she was sitting next to Sajateria, um, they were just conversating. And she was, like, totally relaxed. Yes. She was just, like, sitting there writing jokes. Like, like yeah. it was, like, you know, drinking coffee. Meanwhile, like, Sajateria was, like, crying and then got a group hug. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. like, from the very beginning, she was just very relaxed. So maybe she, in her mind, she's like they always compliment me on my comedy and everything. So I know I have yeah. nothing to worry about. So maybe didn't put as much effort as she would if it was like uh-huh. a design challenge or something. 
that is fucking true. She kind of is like the Bianca Del Rio of this season where she's like established. Everybody knows her. She already has a relationship with the host and she's known as the comedy queen. But I don't think Bianca would ever go out there and not be as prepared and like, yeah. And, and to not be as presentational. Like there was no presentation to it with Booby. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of needed that in this roast. So that was slightly disappointing. Like she just kind of felt like she was like at coffee with friends. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's not the energy we needed from you, Boopy. <laughs> um, right. So overall, I would say it was a fairly successful roast. Yeah. I don't think it was too, too bad. The judges okay. were giving it back. The judges were like having a great time. Anna looking was a great sport. I think she was laughing a little too hard because she was like, these jokes hurt me, but I'm going to pretend I love them. <laughs> <laughs> the judges this season have been really good with giving critiques. Like, oh, like most, most of them aren't like, you're trash. They'll be like, they'll say something super nice first, yes. leading it. They'll be like, I love this, but I don't like this. They're not just yes. like, I don't like this, 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 this. You know what I mean? They give them credit where credit's due. So uh-huh. I think that's like a really nice way of like of them judging contrast to like the American version or let alone the Canadian version. I'm glad you said that because I say it every week is that like these are the best judges all around across any season because they're constructive. Mm-hmm. They care. They're not there to bully. They're not there to make good TV. They're not there to like to like bring anybody down at all they're right. there to fucking help and that's what i'm that's what we're getting from them and i love that mm-hmm. granted i will say on other series i'm pretty sure the judges are are like they always give good critiques and bad critiques like they always give like one of mm-hmm. each but um but the editing shows what the editing wants to show so yeah. um i think think that's also maybe a good thing on the editor's part this season is that they're not trying to make any of the judges look like the bad guy yeah yeah which i think is really fucking cool um what did we think of poopy's jokes about supreme's ears where she's like i know supreme for a long time and what you guys don't know is that she had her ears pinned back um do we think that was going too far I think it depends on the because the, 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 they know each other, right? So like the level of yeah. comfort that they already have pre-established. Because yeah. there's certain things that like you will allow certain people to joke about. Yeah. That you would never allow others to, right? Yeah. But I'm assuming the fact that um, the Supreme doesn't go around and say, "Hey y'all, look, I got them uh-huh. slick back," might uh-huh. insinuate that she would rather like people not know. So, uh-huh. but at the same time, I also maybe the supreme would have been able to like get that out of the edit had she wanted to so i don't know how it went necessarily so i think it really depends like if we know like if the supreme is that is something that she didn't want no then yeah it was like something that probably most likely shouldn't have been said because that's like a a body modification to a certain extent that's like not really up to her to go around telling someone that what else someone has gotten done yeah it's really hard to tell also based on the on like the editing and based on supreme's reactions like we didn't get a hard like i don't like this reaction and we didn't get a hard like this is fun reaction either Mm. yeah yeah. um hold on it's getting really loud outside my window what are all these trucks doing go away okay um all right cool so let's get to the runway 
bring it to the runway. Runway. Um, it's a night of a thousand Rosalias. Yes. I'm not too familiar with Rosalia. Are you? I am not either. I'm assuming she's a uh, a singer in Spain. Yeah, she is a Span. I'm assuming she's Spanish. She's got to be because everything they've been doing is from Spain. But she's a singer that I only recently, I think she's new. I think she's like a new pop star. Okay. We're- so it's weird to, I'm going to look her up right now, actually. Another thing I didn't look up. Um, it's weird to um, do, she was born in 1993. Come on. It's weird to do a runway um, on like, like a thousand looks of a queen or of of an artist who's like fairly new yeah she's from barcelona it seems her first like song was in 2017 so yeah bitch you're new Yeah. yeah really new um okay great good let's get into these looks i don't know what the originals look like um, but we like to nut or cut over here. So if you like it, you give it a nut. If you don't, you give it a cut. Do you have the looks okay. in front of you? Do you know what they look like? I do don't. I, have, I, I don't have them in front of me. I wonder how, I'm literally looking it up right now. I'm wondering how I can find them. If you go to um, the world of, or if you go to Drag Race España on. Um, oh, on Instagram? On Instagram, all the looks should be there. Perfect. Drag Race España. Yeah, the first one you'll see is Poopy. I didn't like Poopy's look. I would have liked it if, like, it almost seems like her bo- most of her bodysuits and stuff like are, like, loose. Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't want them to be, like, a bodysuit. Yeah, she's not about the tailoring. <laughs> so I'm looking at the outfit right now, and, like, it seems almost loose and, like, roughly. I would say this is probably the most form-fitting thing she's worn. <laughs> <laughs> And then she has a gold heel that, to me, there's no other gold anywhere. Yeah. Well, there's, she's wearing gold chains. Um, is she? She is wearing gold chains, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. But I'm going to say I, she's a lot like me in that she doesn't put thought into what she's wearing <laughs> into her accessories. <laughs> like, I just wear whatever shoes are there. Like, I don't care what outfit I'm wearing. I did um, like how it was almost 3D, though, with, like, the, yes. the weaponry. Yeah, I want to know what, what this was referencing. I need to look that up. But like this outfit, I think it's, this outfit's really fucking cool. And it's like different for Poopy to yeah. wear a tracksuit. This hair is very different. I think this is the best hair she's ever worn. Yeah, she um, definitely looks like not like her usual look, like her go-to Yeah, look. I love the way all these guns and knives are laid on her. I think it's really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, yeah, I'm like, and she looks youthful too. Like she always looks really old. But yeah. here, this is the youngest she looks to me. And I think it's cool. It's like Poopy's way of doing Rosalia, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a nut, but what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a cut. cut. <gasps> You're going to cut it like the machete going across her neck. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I accept. You can cut her. Do what you got to do. We can't all like everything. Um, <laughs> next up, we have... Carmen Farala. Okay. I, I really like this look. Come on. So first of all, she looks fucking gorgeous. She's coming down in like red leather, mm-hmm. like a red leather, like trench dress. 
looking like Carmen Sandiego with her like long dark hair, which she wears so beautifully. And she looks like Rosalia. Like if you go on Rosalia's like Instagram, like they look similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I need to look her. I need to do more research. I need to be a better host here. Um, <laughs> the fringe detail on the skirt part of it—it it just looks cut up. Like it, it mm-hmm. doesn't look like it was fringed. It just looks like he just dresses it and cut it. But Which I mean, she did. I would think she did. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, a little bit more of detail could have been added to the fringe for sure. But at the end of the day, like, she made that, like, look in one day in the workroom, right? Yeah. So let's talk about this. This look looks so fucking good. But she made that right then and there because she came in with the exact same outfit as Dovima. Mm -hmm. And she not only said... Don't worry about it. I will change my outfit. And she made this on the spot. But she also gave Dovima one of her props, which was the Moon Man uh, MTV Award, and offered to give her the entire outfit if she had a problem with her own. Like, if if Dovima had an an issue with her, she was like, just wear mine. I'm not wearing it. Like, that so is funny. a fucking that is the per that is a superstar. That is the person you want to win this series. Mm-hmm. Someone who has the confidence to not fight over an outfit and to just like not only not fight over it, make her own outfit right then and there, make it incredible, and then also offer up her outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like, really. Holy fuck. Like this person just won everybody's hearts in this episode. Mm-hmm. If you didn't already love her, which I'm sure we all did. Yeah, for sure. Woo! What a star. Then we have Dovima. Dovima Nurmi. Um, coming out in this, I don't know, I'm sure it's an MTV look. because she has. Yeah, I think it was just like a... I mean, it's, it's cute, but it's uh-huh. alright. Yeah. If yeah. it wasn't for the MTV award, we wouldn't really know like what it was worn at. You know what I, mean? I mean, granted, I don't know Rosalia, so I wouldn't have known anything, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because they did a whole Night of a Thousand Venenos, and yes. nobody doubled up there. So I'm I'm wondering if for that particular runway, they made everybody submit in advance or like choose in advance which veneno they were going to do. Yeah. Um, and also people oh, did their fun. own interpretation of Veneno. Like they didn't do direct mm-hmm. looks. Some of them just did like, like honored her in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. So Carmen is definitely, we hard nuts for Carmen, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Unstoppable nuts. And then for Dovima, what do you give her? Another cut? A cut? I didn't <laughs> like it that much, to be honest. It was, it, it didn't seem like, yeah, I, it wasn't on anybody else's level. Gotcha. I'm going to give her a nut because I think she looks good. I don't really, I don't know. I like the wig. I really like her hair. Yeah, the hair is gorgeous, which is why, again, I'm surprised that she didn't think about that with the other challenge mm-hmm. where the hair was falling in her face. Um. Then we have Killer Queen. I'm I not liked this one. Does she have? She has a fan. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's I, was nice. nervous. 
I was going to mention the fan. I was like, something about non-Asian people using fans. I don't know. You mean like, fans in general or like tiny fans like that? Like Chinese fans like that. Like in that. Uh, not just fans in general. Like, do you remember when Trixie did like her whole like um, uh, for the green runway? Do you remember what she wore? No, because I try not to think of her. Same. It was like uh like a full Chinese gown with like flowers and she had oh. like the chopsticks in her hair and like two fans and was like right. all this and I was like I don't know because that's I, I, very direct appropriation. Right. Like I, I don't know. Like I wouldn't want like a white person like showing up in like uh like a just a huge Mexican gown, you know what I mean? Like a Jalisco dress that yeah. you move around and dance. I like they could. I like it's not legal do you girl but i just mean like i don't know maybe like stick to like your own culture if that makes sense uh-huh 100 percent um that's a problem that we ran into a lot with drag race down under was a lot of that appropriation mm-hmm. not on the show but outside of the show mm-hmm. um but yeah so you think this this little fan she's holding is it seems to be designed, is it not? Because I'm like zooming in, I'm trying to be there. It doesn't seem to be designed on it, does it? I can't tell. Um, well, assuming it's not that, then yes, I enjoy mm-hmm. the look. I like how abstract it is. Right. And then the white thing around her neck, I believe that's a snake. Yeah, I'm confused about that. It looks like yeah. a melting piece of noodle. Like it looks like a like, yeah. 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 I didn't know what it was. And I wonder if this is a direct reference to Rosalia. Like, is that something she wore? I don't know. She seems to wear, like, crop tops and, like, cute little things. Yes. Like, she's not, like, she's very, not basic of what I say, but she's not, like, turning looks every day, if that makes sense. So I'm assuming that might have been in an event. Right. It looks like She's saying that she emulated um, Rosalia's editorial for um, Vogue España. So I'm going to have to try and look that up now. I'm going to look it up while we talk. Before I nutter cut her, we're going to look that up and I'm going to talk about who's the last person? It is Canceria. So Canceria comes out. What is she wearing? I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, she's wearing a like a classic like red leather jumper. That actually it. does look like Rosalia though. Yes. She that looks like something that she would wear. Yeah, she looks like a pop star. Yeah. I liked I I like this look. I thought it was yeah, I thought it fit the challenge for sure. Yeah. She looks good. Let so. me show you something. This is Rosalia in Spain, in, in Vogue. She has that white thing on her head. Oh, okay. It does look like a snake. Okay. But hers looks way more like a snake than yeah. fucking Killers does. Killers is so bad, and why does it wrap around her neck? Because yeah. Rosalia's did not. Um, yeah, so... There's that. Also, I don't see the fan there, so that's a detail that Killer added. I'm going to give Killers a cut. Okay. <laughs> because of the snake. It bothered me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, if it wasn't for the snake and maybe without the fan, 
it would have been a yeah. very like cute like i just don't like the heel at all right yeah i hear yeah that is a really ugly heel yeah it's not a cute design um but okay let's go back to canceria because this look actually is really cute i do think it's really cute i'm gonna give her a nut yeah same here nut <laughs> she gets a nut okay Okay, so on the runway is where we find out that Carmen made her outfit on the spot and offered everything up to Dovima. This makes Dovima break down. So <laughs> Dovima doesn't really show emotion. Dovima's kind of a bitch. And she gives this explanation of why she's crying so hard as like, I came here planning to be the bitch and planning to like, like get the villain edit. And I wasn't expecting to meet somebody who like, lifted me up and made me feel good about myself and like supported me and that's what I think I'm I think I'm glad you felt supported but I also think like why would and I just I maybe that's just my way of thinking but I just can't fathom the idea of going into something wanting to be looked bad I know she also like, has a bit I of a racist history Oh, I did not know that Yeah apparently Hugh talked about this on an episode a little while ago where um Another queen dressed up in an appropriative way. I don't think it was blackface, but it was something appropriative. And a black queen in Spain called her out publicly. And then Dovima defended her friend and used derogatory language. Um. Um, and I just feel like that's who she is. Like that's the vibe I get from her. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah. So I don't care about her tears. I'm like, fine, cry and then go home. <laughs> um <laughs> so that was that. And Killer also uh had a moment on the run, a, a revealing moment on the runway where she revealed that um she didn't want to be, she didn't like being mean and things like roasts because when she was a kid, I think this is what she said, is that when she was a kid, she was bullied and people were really mean to her and she vowed never to be mean to somebody else kind which of i'm like in my head i'm like girl i know you've been mean to somebody <laughs> in those years like you go you gonna tell me you've been fucking perfectly kind to everyone like no but yeah yeah seriously i try to be nice but there's a lot of people in here oh yeah too. um yeah so those are the two big like woe is me moments mm -hmm. um it's interesting and untucked where Dovima is like, we don't need to be everything. You cast me as I am and we're all perfect the way we are. Like, I'm not a funny queen, so I don't need to be funny. I think and that's it, like a, a not so intelligent way of seeing the competition. Exactly. If you think you came, if you, if you think, if you think you came here perfectly, then like. If you that, came here perfectly, then false. you don't need the show. You don't need the show. Yeah, then. that's just false. And even that, like, even after the show, you can still improve after. Like, there's really no exactly. ever ending of just, like, stopping. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. an example of that would be, like, Bob the Drag Queen is way uh -huh. more, is, like, 20 times better. Like, I, they're one Agreed. of my favorite, one of my favorite drag queens in the world. And I they did were not, not like, on, and they were not on season eight. We're the they same. Were I did, I could not stand her on season eight, and now she's one of my favorite people in yeah. the world, period. She has grown, and, like, her makeup and everything is just, like, perfect so now it's mm -hmm. like how she had that mindset of like oh i'm already good you know what i mean and she actually won 
she would have never allowed herself to grow grow as an entertainer. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dovima, bitch, like, you're there, like, they want to see vulnerability, they want to see growth. The, if there's no growth, then there's no rooting value. Like, we want also, to... Also, clearly, you're not that good, because they didn't ask you to be hosting it with the Supreme. They asked, they have you as a mm-hmm. contestant. So, uh-huh. like, you know what I mean? Like, there's still definitely room for you to grow. Seriously, and also, bitch, you've been in the bottom twice already, and the only time, <laughs> the only reason you won that second lip sync is because the other person left. Literally. Yeah. Also, at that part, I'm so dead they made her lip sync. And she was like, okay, work. I'd have been like, no. That, why? That made me respect her, actually, when she was like, sure. And she went out there and turned it. Like, I was like, good for you, because it's awkward. It's awkward to lip sync yeah. by yourself. And she was like, I'll do it. Like, that made me warm up to her, but then she cooled me off again. And what I loved was, like, she was actually going for it. I was like, yeah. As if she was lip syncing. And I was like, okay, girl, I don't even know if I would have done that. I might have just done, like, a quick one, two, three shuffle. Like, I don't know if I would be, like, splitting and death dropping in, like, you know what I mean? Really giving it my all <laughs> if I knew I was going to stay. Like, I'm not breaking my knee for no reason. Like, yeah, listen, I'm not going to hurt myself, but I am going to give you a performance to remember because that is something, like, these are moments, right? Like, you're on TV, and these are moments that you want people to remember. These are moments you want people to share online. These are people you want, you want people to talk about this in five years. So I'm like, yeah, turn it. You gotta. And I'm impressed that she did because she seems like someone who would do what she did in this lip <laughs> which let's talk about that. So the bottom two are Dovima and Sagittarius. I can't say Aria, sorry. Which I love. <laughs> I love that they put the two bitchy look queens mm-hmm. in the bottom. Let's get rid of one of them. No doubt in my mind. Keep Boopy safe. Give Carmen that win. And let's get rid of one of the brats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a gag. It was a shocker. I was not expecting Dovima to just fucking plant herself there stand there with her hands on her hips and not move a muscle not even her lips i can't like wrap my head around that ever being even a possibility i know because all like uh, i know every girl says that every season girl how did you not know what you were signing up for uh-huh. like you know what i mean like you knew that this was gonna happen and i guess her saying like i just love Sagittarius so much and like girl i don't care yeah. I, w- I would I would lip sync against like literally anyone like if I have to send my mom home I would like I'll see you when I get home like you know what I mean like well, we I know how you to- feel about your mom <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like I want to win that lip sync like I want I want it you know what I mean yeah. so I would send absolutely anybody that I had to and even if it, I felt like we were close friends like they say to be like then then she would understand because she too also wants it agreed so I, I can't fathom, like, people that, like, like even Inti that left, um, I, yeah. I can kind of understand that slightly more, but even even then, I would still have stayed. I've been like, whatever, I'm not leaving. Yeah. But um, With Inti, just- I feel like she felt insulted. She felt like she wasn't being mm-hmm. respected, which I didn't see what she saw, but right. I respect her feelings about it. Like, I respect, like, her perspective the way on this it. The- yeah, the way the Supreme handled it with her was like, that's not how it is. But uh-huh. if you see it that way, that is your opinion, and I respect it. And like, you're allowed to view it. And it was just like so well worded. You know what I mean? Oh and I was God. like, okay, word. Supreme is a fantastic fucking host. 
Mm-hmm. Like what a boss! Like I love the way I do love the way she hands. She's such she's such a respectful human being, and I love that. Yeah. Um, and listen, I'm not mad at Dovima for throwing it because get rid of her, please. And yeah. then, <laughs> and then you know what part made me like a little bit like not irked or like awkward is like um one of the special guests like was looking at Dovina and was like 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 give uh-huh. us something, and she's like no. I'm like imagine. Imagine standing on their stage and they're asking you to perform and you're like, no, I'm just going to stay here. Wow. And also, that me as, a, as the other person across the stage from that person, uh-huh. I would be mad. Uh-huh. I think I would. I, I think if I was like, if I was up to lip sync and this bitch like is just like standing there, I will never know if I am yes. better than her. I'll yes. never know if I deserve to be there. Like, yes. I would just be so, I'd be like, what? Like, you can't lip sync again. Like, almost a little bit offended because it's like, you make uh-huh. me look dumb just moving around the stage while you're not there. Like, you know That's what I mean? Exactly like, it. I, like, I want someone to lip sync. And if I stay, I want to, like, like they say, I want to stay because I know I deserve it and because I'm the best. I don't want to stay just because you felt bad for me and I, there was no other choice. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that is so it. I felt so awkward for Sagittarius who was still given it mm-hmm. knowing that this person is just fucking standing there like that's and then so like hard. to go up to her and like you know like try to engage her in it and be like come on girl like you know like try to almost like encourage her without saying uh-huh. anything uh-huh. and she's just like no and i'm like Ugh. like even your friend even the person that you're trying to be nice to do not lip sync against wants you to uh-huh. so at this point it's just mostly your ego that's like i can't you know what i mean it's all ego. Uh, so and maybe that's like a, a a good mechanism to be like, oh, I if I get sent home, like whatever, it was my choice. You know what I mean? Rather than be like, I lost a lipstick. Yeah, I gotta say, I like that you brought that up. I love that that Kinseria did that, where she like got into Dovima's space in a loving way. Mm-hmm. That actually really touched me, and like she mm-hmm. actually got Dovima to move her lips for like yeah. a, a couple seconds, like. And she gave her a couple kisses. Like to me, yeah. it was a moment. Like that's a fucking yeah. moment. And that's something we're gonna remember. And while I don't respect what Dovima did, she made great TV there. This is something we're yeah. gonna be talking about mm-hmm. for a while. I wish more people were watching Espana. Like I wish more people were just like yeah. in it as hard as they were for season 13. Um, because it's such a good season. And I got to say, when they asked Dovima after the lip sync, like, why'd you do that? And like her explanation was just like, that was another moment. Like that was like, it was very emotional. Like, yes. even though I don't like this person, um, I kind of like that she gave up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dovima goes home, of course, and I'm happy to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was before we lost Uguasio, but here we are. And uh, next week is top four. I don't think it's the finale. I think they're cutting one more before the top the top three. Uh, and I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see who the top three is. It's such a good season. I'm very excited. I am very um, excited. Duda said, thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest today, being so <laughs> fucking informative and like, inspiring what a human i can't wait to see because you're a relatively new queen i can't wait to see what else we get from you going forth in life 
Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you guys. And thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, por supuesto. Cuando quieres que regreses. Um, we've loved having you here. Uh, how do we find you online? How do people follow you? Okay, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Dulce the Queen, um, as well as Twitter. That's the same handle. And yeah, find me out there and tell your promoters to book me. I'm trying to do some live gigs. Yes. <laughs> And Dulce is D-U-L-C-E, like Dulce yes. de Leche. Yeah. I love hearing Ivory Towers being like, it's Dolce, like Dolce de Leche. And I'm like, Ivory. <laughs> 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 ay, ay, ay. Um, you can follow us online at Squirrel Talk Podcast and uh, me at Selena Vile and Hugh Man Trash at Hugh Man Trash or Breton like the crackers. Uh, we'll be back. In a couple of days with our review uh, with Vicky and Hillary reviewing All Stars 6 episode, whatever episode they're on. I think it's four. And uh, and then we'll see you later in the week for another episode of Drag Race España before the finale happens. Thank you so much, squirrels. We love you all. Stay safe out there. We'll see you later. Bye now. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.